Hey everyone, welcome to another episode. I am so excited to have Brandoline Johnson back on the show. Hey Brandoline. Hey, thanks for having me back. It's been a minute. I know. We had a lot of fun uh, on your Facebook Live uh, recently talking about meditation and magic. Yes, and, and magic making and all the yeah, things. I know. So um, happy November, everybody. Uh, this topic that I want to get into today is about love. It's about finding love again. And a lot of uh, you listeners and ladies out there and ladies in my database who want to find somebody, maybe you're, you've been divorced, had a breakup, or uh, maybe your partner or husband has um, crossed over to the other side and, and you've lost him and you don't know what to do. And, and especially if you've been married or with somebody a long time, it's kind of daunting to think about being with someone else. And Brandoline went through this and I will just let you share your story, Brandoline, because you're with your hubby a long time and you have found new love. So tell us um, your your journey with that. Uh, well, thank you for allowing me to come and share the journey. It's been very, very interesting. I was with my husband for 22 years um, and I called him Hubalicious, my Hubalicious for 22 years and he passed away and it was the most traumatic event of, of my life. I lost my mom a little over four years ago, but losing my husband. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. And so, and um, I was about to turn 50. So uh, I think that was a monumental point for me too. thinking, oh, gosh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be 50 and now I'm single after all this time. So one of the big things that I really wanted to share with your audience that for me coming back into like the quote unquote dating world, I really had to reevaluate myself, what I wanted, what was okay for me, mm -hmm. right? Because I've always had been completely monogamous um, in only two really long-term relationships, not very much, you know, dating and stuff. So I had to tell myself, Hey, you know what? It's okay for you to go on multiple dates. It's okay for you to have sex with these different people. And it was a big challenge for me because I think a, a lot of people that are in that grief state too, especially if they've passed away, there was nothing wrong in our relationship. We didn't break up, you know? So going on these dates, it's almost like, Oh my God, am I like cheating on right. her? You no. Know? So you really have to wrap your head around coming back into the dating scene and allowing yourself to recreate who this person is that's going to be going out on these dates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how, how, so your Hubalicious passed two years ago, right? Yes. Just two years ago, um, two years and one month. Yeah. And then when did you have your first date after that? So he had passed away September 10th. Um, and then, it, like I said, I was going to turn 50 June 3rd. And so I think it was June 2nd. <laughs> I, I went on a, like, a ridiculous date with a ridiculously young guy. Uh -huh. um, and it just turned out just horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. But then I then it was on. Then I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm desirable. I think that was a big thing, too. Yeah. I have almost always been a curvy lady, right? Since my husband has passed away, I've lost 75 pounds. But that was only, I wasn't doing it for weight loss. I was really upset that his body failed him. And I thought like the medical community failed him. So I really dove deep into my health journey. Yeah. Um, 
But when I, I actually got on the dating profile apps and stuff, I had people coming left and right. They love these curvy ladies. <laughs> they do. And I think I really had to come to terms with, um, you know, my body and being just des- being desirable again. So yeah. after I went on that first date, I was like, okay, it's, it's on, I'm desirable. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, it got a little bit ridiculous to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these people that are on those apps are, I mean, I know that I know your audience is probably shaking their head. Yes. Like I'm sure there's so many crazy dating stories I could tell, but for yeah. so, but, um, but yeah, so getting out and about and doing that, but <clears throat> So I've been with um, my boyfriend, Jacob, now for, I've known him for nine months, and we've been pretty serious for a good six months, mm-hmm. and I am absolutely in love with this guy. Oh, my uh, gosh. Now, where did you meet Jacob? Was he on a, on the dating site? He he was he was not. Um, he, he said he had been, or, or he said that some of his friends had saw me on mm-hmm. the dating app or whatever. It's like, oh, I saw her. <laughs> um. But it's a funny, meet cute story I can share with you. Yes, uh, please. Yeah, share. So I, I, another thing for your audience. When you're recreating yourself, whether it's that divorce or the breakup, or the, especially over these long-term things, you literally are at a blank slate. Everything's been taken away, whether you walked away from it or not. Um, so again, recreating yourself. What was I going to say? Oh, so I, I started dating myself. I'm like, I'm not just going to sit here and be freaking sad. Because I did that. I laid on the floor. I cried. I sobbed. I know my neighbors freaking thought I had a dying dog in my house, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm like, no, I'm I'm going out by myself. So I started going to lunch by myself. And there was this band that I love um, here, a local band in, in Las Vegas. And, no, and a couple of my friends, they couldn't come. So I was like, I've been there a couple of times with my friends. I'm going to go by myself. So I went by myself. And there was these girls, they have community tables you kind of share at that bar. And they were playing this game of cards where you pull these cards and you have to do what the card says. And then you get a point or you win or whatever. So I had a couple cards and then one card came out and it said that I had to get a stranger to sign his name on my ass. On your, and, was this on your bare ass? You had to pull your pants down and they did it? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> either they had to sign your underwear or your butt, but okay. my underwear were black. So... I was like, well, that's not going to work. So they handed me a Sharpie and was uh-huh. like, find your stranger. And there he was just cute as could be February 4th. I remember that. And um, his little beanie hat on because it was cold. Mm-hmm. And I was like, will you sign your name on my ass? And he looked at me like really strange. Like he was going to be like, no, you're a weirdo. And I, <laughs> I don't ask any questions. Just do it. And so I just put my bun out, you know, wasn't, didn't pull my pants all the way down. Right, right. So he signed a Jake uh-huh. and I ended up getting this number and la la la, long story short. And it, it's super cute because, um, this is another thing is he's 10 years younger than me, 10 and a half years. Wow. Brandoline. I know. <laughs> um, when I got on the dating apps as this 50 year old woman, uh-huh. all these guys that were 50 look like my grandpa. Oh gosh. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't. <laughs> so um, yeah, I ended up, dating this 40 year old <laughs> so hilarious and so yeah and um his son is four years old so he started late he didn't have a son until he was 36 mm-hmm. I had my daughter at 22 and my daughter had her daughter at 22 so my granddaughter is the same age as his son it's quite oh interesting. Yes. yeah and now it's only been six months we're still new 
in this relationship, but some struggles that come up sometimes is I miss my husband. Yeah. And I truly love both of these men. And it's sometimes it's a blessing. Sometimes it's a struggle Mm -hmm. because we ask ourselves, you know, are we doing, are we doing something wrong to the husband that's in spirit? Right. But the flip side is the husband is, or is the husband, because you know, the industry I'm in, psychic community development. I believe that my husband brought Jacob to me. Mm, that's beautiful. Yeah. So for you viewers, listeners who don't know, Brandeline is a psychic medium and she teaches other people how to open up their psychic abilities and uh, things like that, a psychic coach and in, in that space. And so that brings a whole nother layer to it. How have you gotten messages from him? What and being a medium and knowing that the spirit world is there and that they are having another life there, you know, touch on that a little bit. What's yeah, absolutely. Um, I can make the whole audience cry. <laughs> yes. yes. All right. <laughs> Get the tissues now because so yes, he has communicated with me in the most phenomenal way that I've ever gotten a sign before. Um, you know, my grandpa leaves me dimes with the face up with the little broccolis on it. Like, I just know it's him. My grandma shows up with the color red. Um, my mom, I could just feel her, but Philip, that was my husband's name or is my husband's late husband's name. Um, he, he leaves candy. He Mm -hmm. loved candy and, um, and songs. So, the most profound experience that I've ever had and I've ever heard of anybody have mostly at least the experience I've had that was like, you cannot make this stuff up. You can't, you cannot. So he knew he was going to die. He came home and he only had a few hours to live because an IV was keeping him alive. He he came home. Was he, uh, I mean, came home like what on a stretcher on a, a lane in the hospital. He was in, he was in and out of the hospital. Uh, he was pretty sick for the last three years of his life. Yeah. Um, so essentially his heart failed him. Mm-hmm. Um, so the IV was keeping his heart, his blood pressure up enough to keep his body going, but there they, they, he was going to die. So they're like, you should go home. <laughs> so yeah. he did. And um, we got to spend this one last night together, mm-hmm. um, you know, in hospice. And sure enough, after his IV stopped at like 9 PM and by 2 AM, he had passed away the very, that very next morning. See, I get the goosebumps. So that's him going, yep, yep. Um, I got a message from a friend and she goes, I just heard this song. And she goes, I feel like I need to send it to you. And Oh my Lord almighty. The name of the song is save tonight. And it it's phenomenal because it says save tonight because tomorrow I'll be gone. You know, come in the, and the, come in the dawn. I'll be, I'll be gone. Um, and it's like, let's sit here and have a bottle of wine together. And I had a couple glasses of wine and, um, close the blinds, you know, just the, every word of that song. And I know the the song I think was the guy was actually had to leave. Maybe he had to go to military or like, yeah. he was leaving. But for me, Philip was dying. And so a couple of months had gone by and I had buried him and I wanted to um, give him, put his ring on him. Cause we had to transport him from Las Vegas to Michigan. So I had kept his ring off of his body mm-hmm. um, and I was going to put it on, on him at the end. I was like, no, 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 I'm, I'm keeping this ring. Yeah. And I'm going to keep our, both of our wedding rings like in a little box and blah, blah, blah. So he had already been buried. And I, um, I took both of these rings to a jewelry store and 
I could have left five minutes before. I could have left five minutes after. Yeah. I thought when I got to the jewelry store that, that they were just going to take the rings and then call me in a week and tell me they're clean. And she goes, oh, no, 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 sit here. We just do it while you wait. Okay. What song came on? Oh, Save Tonight. In the jewelry store while she's cleaning our freaking wedding rings. And that's a song you'd never heard of before, right? I heard it a long time ago, but it was more of a pop version. Okay. And the version that the girl sent me was like a really slow guitar yeah. Drawn out where you hear every word where the pop version is like save tonight tomorrow again you know um i i was bawling wow in the jewelry store just bawling yeah um uh. yeah so that's like the most profound so for people that have lost their loved ones i it's usually within the first three days that you'll notice like usually a bird or will try to be pecking in your window or bugs will try to be coming in like butterflies will try to be coming in. Things will try to come into your house. That's like, that's them. Well, I have a question. So before my mom just passed um, yes. September, uh, September 6th, right? So the a couple of months before she had can terminal cancer, they had given her like three months in, in April. So she lasted like one extra month. But in over the summer, there was this bird that kept trying to kept coming at the window, at the window, trying to get in the window. It had never happened before. And it was every day it was coming and it was coming, it was coming to one window. Then it started coming to the window in the back where I stayed trying to come in and it, and, and then it finally stopped, but it was for a long time, but she was alive then, but I felt like it was some kind of message. Uh, yeah. That, I almost feel like, was it like her husband coming to get her or something? Oh, maybe her husband. Yeah. Had passed her second husband, not my dad, but her husband had, had, had that was the thought that popped in my head. Like somebody was coming. coming yeah. To- yeah. Yeah. And then when we were laying, I was laying with uh, the hospice nurse was sitting at the side of her bed and I was on the bed with her and it was, I don't know how many days before she passed away, but she was, we were talking and, and all of a sudden the light above her uh, track light above her bed, it just, it went on and off and I go whoa and she looked she goes what was that she goes are they here for me mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said they're here they're here they're coming you know but and so. that is a hundred percent like I got goosebumps everywhere it's a hundred percent true she's going in and out of the veil like she's going back and forth and spirit like my uh my grandma passed of Alzheimer's and boy before she passed, boy, she was in and out all the time. She was like delirious. And yeah. <clears throat> my grandpa, before he died, he, he woke up and he sat up in his bed and he said, they're coming for me. Mm. They're going to take the angels are going to take me to Indiana. Oh and my we were God. Like, what are you talking about? A couple of days later, he passed away. Yeah. Wow. They know it's like weird. So, and then how does, and Jake is the new guy, right? You said, Jake. yeah. Jake now does he, do you have a picture? You probably have pictures of your husband and you'll always love him. Is he, you know, how is he with that? Is he, some men get, you know, people, new person gets a little jealous or they, he feels. I think that's a great question. And I feel like it's really important to keep that line of communication open when you're starting to date again. Mm-hmm. You know, part of me like tries not to talk about Philip too much. Yeah. Um, because all I did for months after he died, even if I went to the grocery store, I'd be like, I'm only buying one watermelon because my husband died. It was always my, because my husband died because my husband died. Yeah. Um. So I had to start being like, I'm buying one watermelon because I live alone. Yeah. You know, and just changing it because you know what I mean? Just changing the around your mindset. So mm-hmm. not I don't try to hold back too much, but I shared with him in the very beginning. I said you know, I don't know about this dating. What do you want with this dating? I'm like, I've been in long-term relationships. And I'm like, so so this is really weird for me. 
And he's, and I go, and he died. And he's like, Oh, were you guys together for a few years? And I'm like 20. And he was like, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so sometimes I'll have a conversation with him and say, like I told him the other day, like I cried on my walk and he's like, why? And it's like, because I love you so much, but I, I also love Philip and it's, it's, it's hard for me. And, and when I first started falling in love with Jacob, I told him I'm having a lot of grief around loving you because I brought up my love for my husband again. Yeah. Yeah. He's so open to it. Um, He really is. The interesting story around him is he dated a girl when he was much younger for 10 years and she died tragically in a car accident. Oh my so God. He knows about grief. And so I feel like, I swear, I feel like some, some miracle that this man showed up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is, that is very. And then what about the magical stuff? I think he's not so much into it, right? Too, just like your husband is your mediumship and all that. What does he think about it? <laughs> he a muggle or is he a woo woo? <laughs> it's very quiet. But you know what? My late husband was too. I feel like I talked so much that I needed to attract somebody that's just quiet. Yeah, right, right. So I go off on some things and he's like, that's interesting. <laughs> he does not expand with it. He doesn't um he doesn't look at me weird. Um he doesn't say stop talking about that. But he doesn't say really tell me more that either, you know. Right. So but um that was a huge question that all my audience was asking me when they started seeing Jacob in my pictures and this and that. They're like does he know about your crazy? And I'm like, "Oh, I let the crazy out right away." I, there's nothing, you know, I think when we go on this spiritual journey, it's really about figuring out who you are, what you're here for and what you're capable of, and then being so okay with it that you don't care about what anybody else thinks. Yeah. Now in your d- online dating profile, did you say that what you do psychic medium, you know, or, or I said, um, spirit, I did say something about spiritual awakening. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, what would be interesting if you gave, uh, Jake, uh, a, a mediumship reading of, for his lost love, his girlfriend, their partner that had died, you know, <laughs> so, um, interestingly enough, the day that we met February 4th, he was at that bar because one of his really good friends, uh, he had just left her funeral. Um, and he, a bunch of her friends, she loved to go to that bar apparently. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of her friends had come to that bar after her service just to like, go have a drink with her for her. Okay. And so she came through really strong. Like the day after, um, I, I went to his house. Yeah. And so she came through pretty damn strong and I don't think he realized what was happening, but he was like, yeah, she did look like that. Uh-huh. She, her personality was like that. And she would say that, you know, so that's the trick with mediumship too, is like, you don't necessarily have to tell the person, Hey, your past loved one is standing next to you. Sure. Yeah. To a degree. Right. You just like, you know, I was thinking of the girl that you were talking about and does she look like this? Mm-hmm. Oh, would she have said something like this? Was her personality like that? And it like the, the person on the other end receiving the reading is going to, is validating you like, yeah, like, wow, that's so interesting that you would know something like that. Yeah. Um, and so, but they received the healing through that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she's totally okay. Yes. Yeah. And his father had come through a little bit before too. Um, <clears throat> when, I, when I thought about the girlfriend, her name's Meredith. When I thought about her, I was seeing somebody and, and told him about who I saw, but that wasn't her. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Sometimes people will pop in for me because I do have some mediumship skills. I'm honing it, but people will pop in for somebody of complete, you know, and I'll say somebody's here that looks like this and that. And sometimes it's spot on with somebody they know. Sometimes I think it might be a spirit guide, you know, because they come, I can see somebody so clearly and they it could be. Yeah. So when I help my students develop, we work on honing in on what that is because some people are really good at seeing spirit guides. And <clears throat> some people like for me, some people will ask me, can you see my spirit guide? I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't see your spirit guide, but I can see your dead people. I can see your past loved ones. Now, um, so for you, so people who don't really know how it works or something. So like, um, it, are do you have to kind of tune in or if you could just like see somebody next to me right now, or you'd have to do a meditation and tune it? Like how quick is it for you? Is it on all the time? Do you turn it on if you're, you know, how does it work for you? These are great questions. So Sometimes it'll happen randomly. It usually, when it happens randomly for me, it will be because I'm wondering. And that's a huge key for anybody developing. If you, if you wonder, it's like you asking a question to the universe. And it's funny because like when I wonder, I kind of look up and to the left. And so I always joke that my third eye is, is crooked. Yeah. It's skewed. (laughs) Um, So I could be just wondering about somebody or kind of daydreaming or, or dazing out. I remember there was this one time I went to like this meeting with this guy and he was standing there talking to me. And all of a sudden I seen his grandpa standing behind him and over just oh, like, you know, overalls, but no shirt underneath them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, told him about it. So it's just one. And he's like, Oh my God, that's my grandpa. You know, and do you uh, see it as kind of a, 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 a solid or a little bit of a, uh, you know, so for me, it's, in my brain, it'll be like, Oh, okay. Awesome. You don't really see them right there, but you see Physically, it. Physically, it's, it's an overlay. I want to say it's an overlay. Okay. Like I could see you with my two eyes. Right. But I'm wondering all of a sudden, I'll be like, Oh, I just, it's like an overlay. I see, mm. I will see somebody behind you. Okay. Right. Or, um, for example, like one of the most recent ones that I've, I did for somebody, it's like my daughter had somebody pass away. She sent me his picture. And so if I look at their picture and then invite them, then it's like, damn, he was, he was, it was so crazy strong. I was like, okay, um, come on, let's talk, you know? And then he got in the car. I was in a car. I was in a car in a parking lot in a rent a car in Michigan. <laughs> in a <rent> car. <laughs> got in the car. He's dead. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, hi, I feel him. I feel him get in the car and I see, cause I'm very clairvoyant and I'm very clairsentient, which is physical psychic feeling. Yeah. Um, I see he's wearing red pants. I'm like, who wears red pants and a white shirt? And he's talking to me, Miss Brandeline. He's like, so ready to sit and talk with me. He show me, they show me so much. Like he'll show, I'll start seeing all the people that are alive around him. See mm-hmm. his mom, see the color dress she's going to wear to his service. See his girlfriend. She, he's showing me her butt, how he likes to smack it. It's crazy how it could get really deep, right? Yeah. And then he's holding his hand like this in my in the car and it's a full-blown great media and i'm messaging my daughter and then she's messaging his girlfriend because the girlfriend doesn't believe in mediumship but i'm like whatever i'll go ahead i don't have nothing else to do while i'm sitting here and uh she's giving the message to the girlfriend the girlfriend is so taken back by all the information she ends up sending another picture of him and he's in a car in a passenger seat in a pair of red pants and a white shirt and he's holding his head like this Oh my God. Exactly what he was doing in my car. Yeah. I mean, you cannot make up this stuff. It is a hundred percent validation that that guy was in my car talking to me about. Do you still give readings to people or are you just teaching now? What, what do you do? I mostly just teach. I, 
I am, I'm a big uh, time for money type of thing. I, I stopped doing one-off readings when my mom died like four years ago. People still ask me to this day. Um, I turned it more into coaching because spirit comes through, whether I'm talking on a podcast or, or I'm on a coaching call, a quote unquote coaching call, or I'm sitting down doing a reading. But the reason I stopped doing one-off readings is because so many people kept coming back to me and back to me and they weren't doing the work. Mm-hmm. And because spirit can give you directions, get getting a reading is spirit coming through and saying, Hey, you know, Marla, these are some great things for you to implement, blah, blah, blah. But then it's up to you to go do those things. Right? Or you just want the, the evidential mediumship to know that their loved ones. Okay. Right. That, that too, that too. But a lot of people, I was doing more psychic readings, I guess. I mean, okay. I do mediumship, but more yeah. psychic ones where they're like, uh, they would ask me, is this career the right choice for me? Is this guy the right choice for me? And in reality, spirit would show me, okay, yeah, that guy's great for you right now, but let's talk more. Let's yeah. no, they want to talk about your self-love and why you're manifesting these types of lovers. Yes. <laughs> so I switched it right into coaching. Um, I truly, truly am passionate about teaching people psychic and mediumship development because I'm telling you, it changes your whole life. It changes your identity. It changes the way you look at the world. It changes the way that you can see yourself participating in this world. Mm-hmm. It, uh, people leave their jobs. They leave their, um, their partners after they have these experiences. I would say, be careful taking my class because it's going to change your life so much. It might fall apart. Yeah. Um, but it's the gateway to healing all that trauma. It's the gateway. If I wasn't who I am, I don't, I would have never been able to heal from my grief the way I did. And and grief is ongoing. Yeah, it is. I, I, I wouldn't be who I am today had I not developed my psychic and mediumship abilities. And so that's the thing too, is I like to tell people I'm passionate about teaching it to you. It doesn't mean that you're going to be sitting in a room doing mediumship readings all the time. You can, and mm-hmm. you can do phenomenal healing sessions. You know, um, some of my clients do that and they're changing lives. And it's like, I get so excited because I'm like, they came through my program and now they're changing lives and those people are changing lives, you know? And um, do you, what kind of t- healing do you teach people to do? Or is it healing through the readings or what is it? Healing they're... through the readings. Okay. Yeah. It's and... all about the inner work because your relationships are a reflection of yourself and of your self-worth of, you know, your expectations and stuff. And so, yeah. you know, I've been doing a lot, a lot of self-work for all these years uh, because of the psychic and mediumship development. I mean, once you, I was called it algebra, right? Like the psychic and mediumship development is the, the foundation. Yeah. And then you working with spirit. It's like, yeah, it's a constant self-development. It really is. Spiritual yes. development is. Um, so navigating this new relationship mm-hmm. has been really fun and interesting too. Okay. So, um, you know, making sure I'm emotionally intelligent. And then seeing how Jacob responds, because he did, believe it or not, he actually broke up with me a month ago. (laughs) (laughs) And now you you got back right away. (laughs) One of the morning. It was funny. I'm all, it was hilarious. So, but it's interesting. So, but you're back. You didn't stick. We got back together in an an hour. Well, he figured it out. Right. Okay. Because why? Because I didn't respond. I wasn't. Uh, I don't think he's ever been in a conscious relationship. So I think he was prepared for me to be crazy and, 
um, chase him. Why? Yeah. Why? What do you mean? What? What yeah. did I do wrong? Hell no. I didn't do anything wrong. So it was more, I think that's very interesting too. So for me to say, okay, you've made a decision. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Your decision. You made a decision. You made a decision. There was not uh, any way for like, he didn't say you did this wrong or you did that wrong. He was like, I'm frustrated. This is the last straw. This is just, isn't working for me. I'm like, okay. Yeah. But for me to also remember who the frick I am. Right. Yes. Remember your power ladies. Yes. And so, right back into the, uh, make sure your self, um, I don't know what the word is. Honoring, I guess um, that you're so okay with being alone. Yes. Uh, so like I packed myself up and went to my cabin. I was like, bye. Yeah. And I he's like, it. you're going to your cabin. Well, yeah. <laughs> you got a cabin. Is that because you're doing retreats there? Is that in Vegas, your cabin or is your cabin in, in Michigan or where is it? It's in Utah. Yeah. Oh, in Utah. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. It's about three and a half hours out of Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yes. Go to your cabin girl and, you know, just do some self magical self care. And he, and then when I was up there, he was like, I could tell that, um, you don't really want to talk about this because you haven't texted me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I I'm love not, it. I'm like, I told him I, I'm not going to chase you. You need to figure yourself out. I'm not here to be on your emotional roller coaster. Cause right. he was going, well, maybe we should get back. Oh no. Oh my God. So I was just like, I'm over here doing me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so then we got back together and we've been like super more close over the last month. And like a lot of things have changed since then. You know, I think after six months, after a year, you have to reevaluate too. Like, is this working? You know, are we together enough? Are we together too much? You know, the, and plus, like you said, he's 10 years younger and he's got a four-year-old. So that's right. an interesting dynamic too. And does he have the four-year-old half the time or, and you know. He has full custody. Um, the mom gets him every weekend though. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's, uh, well, that's, how is that for you? Uh, you raised your child, you know, now you've got this little four-year-old. It's a boy or a girl. It's a boy. <laughs> oh, and and then your grandchild's a girl. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. And they played together a few oh, times. They love each other. It's so sweet. cute. That's sweet. Maybe they'll get married when they get. Oh my God. <laughs> that's cute. hilarious. No, that's funny. It is. It is going to be because I mean, I'm committed to this guy. I'm like I said, I'm a monogamous person. Yeah. Um, once I knew that I, I like really liked him, I got rid of like all the fuck boys. Is it one? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was called. <laughs> I blocked everybody. I got rid of my apps. Um, yeah. Made my commitment to this man. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be interesting um, having a four year old around. And I don't know. I don't know what's. That's the thing with love, too. I don't know what it's going to transpire. Like if we, you know, we're in love, I just moved into a one bedroom condo. Yeah. I'm here, you know, so I don't know what's going to happen over the next year. ish. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so important. I tell women to take things day by day, because a lot of times women will ruminate what's going to happen. What's, are we going to be together forever? What this, maybe that won't. It's like, we don't know if an asteroid's going to hit us tonight and we'll be gone. So I always, I love staying in the moment, taking it day by day, enjoying each moment, each time, each interaction. Do you enjoy this person and not worrying too much about all of that? Um, see what happens and it'll, it'll work out. And it just keeps us more grounded and more. Uh, I love that. I love that you said that um, because, you know, um, my friends were kind of getting involved there for a minute and my best friend, my best friend of all friends, right. I've been friends with her for 40 years almost. Mm-hmm. Um, 
she was very concerned. She's like, this is his living situation. He's got a four-year-old. He doesn't have a 401k right now. Uh, he's just now starting a, his own business. Yeah. Um, you, you know, what is his plans in the next five years? Is he going to move, you know, is he going to get his own place? Cause right now he's in a multifamily situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, I love this guy. I don't know about his 401k. I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. She's like in his career, because he's in landscaping. She's like, he's 40. He's not going to be able to keep that up forever. She, she was getting really into that whole future scenario. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had to go back to my, think of my, my husband that I just had. Yeah. He was not the money bringer in her. He was not um, spiritual. He was not, he did not have a 401 k. He was sick for a lot of times. He ended up having disability and stuff. Um, but was I about to bounce and leave? No. I think finding someone who is aligned with you, who is, is monogamous, if that's important to you, who is, you can trust, who cares about you, who treats you well, who you can have fun with is so rare to find, you know, and there's a lot of other things to line up nowadays, you know, even politics, like if you're not on the same page could be a, you know, wipe out half the uh, choices out there for some people, or different uh, issues. And so when you find somebody you really align with, and they are, they're good, and they have good, you know, values and all of that, that's more important than than all those other things that can work out. So that, you know, point being, I love that you say, you know, take it day by day by day. Yeah. Love is love. Love is love and we need more of it. So Brandeline, um, thanks for being with me on this, in this conversation. Tell people just if whatever else you want to tell about your programs or where they can find you. And I'll, I'll put it in the show notes as well. Your links yes, for awesome. now, what you're doing. Yeah. So uh, my name is Brandeline Johnson across most of the platforms. Um, Instagram. I am Brandeline and um, Brandeline.com is my website. And my program that I love the most is my awaken program. That is the program that will take you from seeing 11-11 all the way to, you know, being able to see, hear, feel, and know using your psychic abilities and mediumship is in there, animal communication. It really is a self-discovery program. Um, And I mean, every single person that takes the program develops. I say it twice all the time. Every single person that takes the program develops as long as you do the assignments. Mm-hmm. And um, I love it because I'm I'm there as your coach on biweekly calls and it will absolutely change your life. Other things that I do is, you know, a little business coaching. I stopped my business for a year after my husband. So I'm just back into it, doing that and helping some, you know, of those people that take my psychic mediumship program that also want to be healers and, and whatnot. And, you know, putting it into, and monetizing it. Right. And the awaken program, that's, it's not, it's uh, every so often, right? It's, uh, it's a, it is evergreen. So you could take it whenever, but oh, I launch okay. it at certain times because I like to get a bunch of people taking it at the same time. Yeah. And then they can exercise with each other and then they learn more because they're on the group coaching calls and um, they learn from each other's experience or questions. Cause it's very unique. Some people will experience fairies. Some people like you said, you, you might be seeing spirit spirit guides over a past loved one. Yeah. Um, some people work strongly in the angelic realm. Some people are straight up get in there and they discover their healing abilities and stuff. Amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. And how many weeks is that? It is. Um, I think there it's, it's dripped. So I think it's 12 to 15 weeks, but I give support over three months. Mm-hmm. So biweekly 
calls, but it's drip. So you could do all that at 3 a.m. your time, wherever you are on planet Earth, if you want to. Your assignments are um, at your own time. I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much, Brandeline. And have a great November, everybody. Sending everybody much love. Thank you so much. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.